0: Hi guys and welcome to episode 19. I can't believe that we're nearly hitting a 20th episode of Vitality Coach. It's very exciting and I believe that we have hit 10,000 downloads. So thank you so much for everyone that's been listening, sharing and checking in, subscribing to my Vitality Coach podcast. It's really exciting I hope you're enjoying it and getting loads out of it. Today on the show, I'm going to be talking fit at any age and coinciding with a great article for Women's Health and Fitness magazine that I've called Defy Gravity. This is about how top exercises for each age group, what you can focus on, uh, can really help working through... In your peak fitness level, no matter what your age, I think it's never too late to look and feel your personal best as well. So even if you haven't been exercising for a while or you've got stuck and you've lost your motivation, I'll also be including links on the show notes to your seven steps to get back into fitness. So at the end of this uh, podcast, I'll be giving a shout out as usual for one of the fantastic reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much for those of you that have gone on and done that, especially you guys in America. You've been amazing. And to the Australian crew as well, thanks so much, guys. Shout out to you in New Zealand and to those in Europe that have been listening lately. Fantastic to have you with us. So you can find the show notes um, and also a link to the latest article with a free iPhone app on Women's Health and Fitness magazine, which is going to feature all the workouts and videos for 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s um, to hopefully inspire you on how you can look and feel your personal best. Vitality and fitness is really about a healthy lifestyle, and as I wrote on the intro to this uh, podcast on my blog, it's an understanding that the benefits of exercise well-being a nutritious diet can really kick in at any age. And I think that no matter what your background or where you've come from and what your health in, um, history is, don't forget it really is never too late to look and feel your personal best, whatever that is. And the most important thing is to figure out your first is your strongest wheeze and rye. Why is it so important to be fit and healthy? It's not just about prevention of disease and um, what you look like on the outside. It's one of the motivating factors for sure for many people, but it's also this internal kind of knowledge that you've got great inner health, that you can age gracefully, that your skin glows, your eyes are clear, you have lots of energy, I mean, that you have enough energy to play with your family, that you can do great performance at work And you can really get the best out of your life. After all, I always say you've got one life and one body, so you've got to respect it. this month I was really focusing on how can we get activities that are inclusive and easy to do where you don't need a gym that are going to focus on different age group levels because what you did in your 20s, you might not be doing in your 30s or 40s and you've got to accept that as we grow and through different phases in our life, we're going to be doing different things that are going to help us on a health and wellness journey but also our interests are going to change. And I always have three pillars for really feeling fantastic, fresh air, fresh food, and a fresh perspective. And if you maintain those three pillars, you're going to have enough time to really organically change your workouts and change your training programs to fit what's going to most benefit you at your age and your stage of your life. You know, and generally speaking, I like to whack it down into four main areas. In our 20s, we want this overall fitness and making it fun, you know, trying lots of different activities to keep it fresh and interesting building up your cardio fitness, adopting a balanced diet and anchored with a real great understanding of the importance of fresh foods. I think for a lot of people, you're either going straight into university or your first job and you're balancing fun and perhaps a lot of alcohol and drinking. Um, That's always something that I know a lot of uni students are always complaining about, that they have to party too hard and then they go the next day to the gym. And I think it's about learning what's going to be good for your body and the earlier you can adapt and adopt some good knowledge on what's going to nourish your body and how to look after it, you're just going to benefit because whatever you do through your teenage years and in your 20s is going to create a great platform for you as we get older in life. And if you're listening to this and you're in your 30s and you're thinking, well, you know what? I actually am in my 30s now. I'm either got a family or I'm thinking about it or I'm in the prime of my life. You know, what should I be focusing on? I talk about cellular health. I think our well being really depends beyond skin deep. It's working on a balance of everything from cardio, agility, resistance, flexibility, that 360 fitness element. And also time management to ensure that you, as a person, as an individual, that your health and fitness is not last on the list each day. So, what happens is in our 20s, we tend to kind of, create as much as we want. We have the energy to do it. We can do everything in one day and one week and we just seem to be able to get up the next morning and it's all fine. And as we get older, we really need to balance out that rest, those commitments and responsibilities. And I think it's a great way to bring everything together with a combination of things like yoga, strength training, cardio training, cycling, and once again, finding exercise that you really love and enjoy. I think in our 40s, we forget there are several benefits of resistance training. You know resistance training builds a really healthy cellular structure improves blood flow, oxygenated blood throughout the body as well, improves your immune system and it can reduce osteo diseases and bone diseases and bone density, especially in women and as we get older, we really want to work on balancing our strength out and our body weight strength it doesn 't mean that you have to hit the gym, um, but it does mean that you need to do some kind of resistance training whether that 's working out from home with your body weight train. Uh, bringing in some kettlebells or some dumbbells or some cranket straps and suspension straps, anything that's going to add an extra element of resistance to your workout. Walking or cycling and swimming alone is not going to be enough. You've got to look at that total body fitness. And one of the funny things that I was talking to a client about this weekend as well is what happens 50s plus? Why is it that we suddenly decide we suddenly have to be in this different realm of health and fitness? I think... As you're listening, you're going to be thinking, well, I might not be as fit as the other person or I haven't been exercising for years. But in your 50s, it's about bringing it all together and putting small doses of everything into your daily life. You know, you've got your resistance training for your good health and you've got also I think this environment where in order for yourselves to prosper and for you to be really healthy, you've got to think about your cardio health as well. Our heart is a muscle and it needs to be trained like anything else in our body. Regular yoga, walks, low-impact activities are fantastic as well in case you've got any injuries, or you're recovering from things, or you're just getting back into exercise. Really, there is no age limit. I think in the Mooloola Bar Triathlon this weekend, there are some over 70s racing extremely, extremely well. It really depends on how you want to live your lifestyle. Before you really get started on thinking about what you're going to do with this fit at any age idea, it's really important to think about the fact there are some core benefits and some things that we can do no matter whether we're in our 20s or our 50s or 60s or whatever else. The first thing is if you're going to go and try something new, make sure that the instructors are giving you personal support. Do not do group activities if your trainers are not giving you a proper induction assessment and a gradual build up for your level and I think this is really important for those of you that are getting into CrossFit. Uh, functional fitness or any exercises that are weight-bearing with a lot of technical things as well, really make sure that your trainers are paying attention to help you integrate into the right level and the right class for your experience. You know, injuries occur when trainers are not taking the time to assess your personal level and understand your health and fitness background. And that's the other thing. We also have to be honest about that. We have to empower our trainers to say, listen, guys, I had this injury a few months ago, or I wasn't feeling great, I've got really low immune system, or I'm recovering from this illness. This information is really vital if you're getting back into fitness at any age. And if you want to get started right now, I really think there's a few mini workouts and I'm going to put a few exercises up and link you through to the Women's Health and Fitness Edition that can really get you going, including with some videos. But you can already start to do some basic level of fitness buildups. Walking, jogging, skipping or even interval sessions are really, really effective. And to hop on a stationary bike or a treadmill or even a row machine if it's cold where you are and it gets dark really early. Sometimes we need to adapt and we don't always have the possibility to work out in amazing inspirational environments. We can try and find inspirational people to work out as well. So find a training buddy and make sure that you commit to those really fun sessions, no matter what your age, that you can work out where you're raining. Just your not just your cardio you 're going to train your strength you 're going to see how flexible you can be you 're going to see how high you can jump. you want to start thinking what is my body capable of at this age right now so the other thing that I also want to mention is cool downs and basic stretches are really just as important as well. Take your time. I always like to take a few moments. In child's pose to recalibrate, I like to do some basic stretches. I might not do a whole yoga series, but it's just about taking that time to give your body time to rebalance and know your heart rate levels for safe exercising. So your maximum heart rate is 220 less your age. That is your maximum heart rate. And you'll find, depending on what your level of activity has been, that you probably want to start out in around sort of 60 70% and build up from there. There's different types of way of understanding what heart rate zone you're in. I really like the talk test. The talk test for heart rate zone training is pretty simple, and you can use it to really understand your own training zones without having to have a heart rate monitor uh, or anything technical. Essentially if you go out for a walk and you can easily talk while you're walking and jogging and it's no problem at all, you're probably the lower end of your heart rate range. The second phase, around 65-70%, is when you're starting to get a little bit of a puff going on and you sort of you can say your sentences and you can still converse, but it's starting to get a little bit uncomfortable. 75% of your heart rate is where you're starting to get slightly irritated that that I might be with you and asking you some questions and you're probably going to answer, you know, back in one-word answers or monosyllabic answers. You're not going to be wanting to have a conversation with me while you're working out. And as you get towards your max heart rate, you're just going to be downright grumpy that anyone's trying to have a conversation with you. You won't be able to answer properly. You'll be out of breath. You won't be able to converse. That's when you know that you're training in a higher interval or high-intensity cardio it's really important to understand those heart rate zones so that you can train safely and build up your fitness level and know that it's important to train a mixture of heart rate training. So some days will be lower fat burn, cardio training, some days will be higher intensity training and maybe you'll spend less time at 75 or 80% but you'll have that ability for your heart to work specifically building that muscle for strength. So make sure you work safely within those heart rate zones. right, so let's try and find a little bit of a summary of what you want to do depending on your age group. So say you're in your 20s and we're looking for finding your fun and fitness, and I wrote about this in this month's article. It's really cool to work out these days. Health and fitness is in. I mean, you just have to look at Instagram and everything else. It is the biggest growing market, is the trend to have your selfie and your coconut water and your smoothie on display. You know, I know myself that I do the smoothie of the day and the great recipe of the week, and you're wanting to share how vibrant and healthy your life is. So if you're in your twenties and you listening to this it is cool to work out so get your favorite gear on and shape up with a fun circuit grab a friend put the timer on your iphone or use a gym boss for example for interval training and do a circuit that could have your upper and core working i've put together something that includes your push-ups you can do it on your knees or your toes depending on your experience you can combine it with dumbbells and deadlifts with a single line extension so you're working your core as well as your stability and your strength. Jump lunges are really great and then handstands are one of my favorites and I'm, I recommend as well trying to do an inversion pose at least once or twi- twice a week is really, really good to recalibrate your body um, and really good for your heart, really good for your organs and everything else. And I think in our 30s, it's really about learning what we love to do and just do that more often. I'd encourage you guys, if you're listening to this and you're driving on, you're on the treadmill or you're somewhere where you're having a quiet moment, think, what do I love to do most in terms of exercise? What really makes my heart sing? What what I know that that I can do that I'm coordinated with? And if I don't know, why don't I go and discover some things? I could revisit an old sport that I used to do. I mean, even getting back into rowing or squash or tennis, there are no boundaries. It's all about you sitting new goals for yourself as well. Build a platform for your next years by working on the full Monty in your 30s. You want to work on everything. You want to look at your agility. You want to look at biomechanical things and just have fun focusing on this Really good nutrition as well that complements a healthy lifestyle. The more you do in your 30s, the better you'll get as you get older. And learning to love your body is really crucial. So this self-acceptance also contributes to achieving your health and fitness goals. Celebrate your curves, celebrate your muscles, celebrate the body you've got. Even if you're not at your ideal weight right now, you've got to enjoy the journey. Throw out the daggy t-shirts, find a trainer, get a goal, write down your steps. I'll put the link to the goal setting right back on the show notes. Notes and the link for that is the vitalitycoach.com.au slash episode 19. All the notes will be there to help you set goals that are a three or a one month goal even and how you can break that down into a weekly achievable chunks. I think the one thing I want to add into this is the importance of endurance training, the importance of cardio training. We all too often get involved about feeling we have to work out for an hour in a circuit or a gym and you can, even if on 20 minutes is all you've got, it's a really good idea to go out and just have some fresh air sessions or walk on the treadmill and really do something that's focused on training your heart as the muscle. So it's really great as well because in our 30s, you'll find there's a lot of marathon runners, there's a lot of great triathletes. 30s and beyond does not mean the end of your fitness. For me, certainly, personally, I feel that I'm getting more knowledgeable and fitter with age and really excited about what lies ahead. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, that's all well and fine, Nikki, I'm like heading towards my 40s and my 50s, what am I going to do about that? I always like to say there's wisdom and wellness. So use the knowledge that you have. You know, you know more than you actually give yourself credit for. Looking after our bodies in our 40s and 50s is really, really crucial. And that vitality and self acceptance tired of being tired and everything else you need to reboot your hard drive and think I need to train differently to fit in with a busy schedule I'm no longer 20 I don't have all those hours free I've got commitments job family responsibilities I need to think about express sessions where I can just go out there and do 15 to 20 minutes and the weekends use the time that I have free to have quality exercise sessions You know, exercise and healthy eating habits regulate hormone levels, reduce damaging effects of stress in the body, and I really would suggest that you look at doing different types of circuits, strength, yoga, and doing something that you love just as much as you would do in your 30s. You've got to continue that through in your 40s, even if it means setting yourself a new challenge and saying, I'm going to do my first 5K run or I'm going to actually focus on a goal and by default I'll end up losing a lot of weight and achieving my health and wellness by having a single-minded goal per month. And that brings me on to really thinking about What do you do if you feel that you just have not got off the couch for years? What do you do if you're watching all these great photos and you're thinking, this is all fantastic, but it's just going to take me too long to get there? Just get started. There is really wisdom in your wellness. Trust your knowledge, trust your body, and start moving. You know, looking after our bodies in our 50s and beyond is absolutely crucial. They will reward you 10 times over if you just put care and attention that we do into other things right back into our health as well with daily exercise that we love and fresh food that we enjoy. You know, it's a really, really good chance as we're well ordered to apply that knowledge of your own body and that self-acceptance. Nobody knows you like you do. If you want to get your health and fitness mojo back, it's completely possible Overnight to start a new routine, you just have to want it badly enough. So that brings us on to a really nice conundrum. What if you're listening to this and you know what you where you want to be and you actually know what you want to do, but you just can't find your motivation to get back into fitness. So I'm going to give you seven steps to get started right now. because all too often I hear my clients say they didn't have enough time, work got in the way, they just lost their motivation and now it's all too hard to get started again. Well, I'm going to help you out. So here are my top tips for you getting back your fitness groove no matter what you've been up to the past few months or even years. Whatever your age, location, fitness level, work-life balance, there's a formula for everything. I'll help you get your fitness and vitality back into daily life if you follow these really, really simple steps. Step one, and you know what, this is available on my show notes, you can go down, you can print it out, you can write your answers under each thing as well, because once you write something down, it becomes a cognitive connection. So not just on the computer, but really write it down physically with a pen and paper. Step one, remember why it's important to be fit and healthy. What is your why? What are you really motivated for? It's about reducing stress levels, increasing your overall well-being, looking great, you know, feeling fantastic, and using your body as design. Generally taking care of yourself is one of the most important things that you can do, and those things that I just mentioned are all key benefits. Step two, I want you to set a month goal. Not three months or six months, but a four-week goal. And once you've done that, your step three is to divide that goal into each week with some milestones per week. Those milestones are really important. They're magical points that you focus on at the beginning of every week, and that's all you've got to worry about. You don't have to think about that four-week goal. You focus on your milestones goal. Once you've done that, grab your calendar for step four and plan in 30 to 45-minute sessions. I'm not even mentioning an hour here. I'm saying 30 to 45 minutes Every second day and the alternate days, you've got 15-minute sessions. That's like 1% of your day on the days in between. You'll probably use an hour on some of the longer ones by getting two things and just, you know, getting organized. But the smaller sessions make it seem more achievable. And step five, make a monthly sheet of paper, draw up your milestone moments, your training, your weekly missions, and place it front and center. Print it out, write it up, stick it on your fridge, in your office, even in your bedroom. As I mentioned before, once we put things on pen and paper, rather than just having them in computers, we actually clarify what we want to do. I think because so many of us are working, things that get on our computer agendas or notes or whatever else, they tend to get lost in the ether. So when we physically write something down display it, it almost becomes your mood board or your vision board and you're one step closer to making it a reality. So, you know, you've got your steps one, why? Step two, set a monthly goal. Step three, write down your weekly milestones. Step four, plan those 45-minute and 15-minute sessions on turn days into your calendar. And step five, bringing that all over in your big monthly plan that you can see it with a vision, and you can put some key words up there. You can stick your inspirational quotes up there. You know, I've got some amazing quotes online as well. I'll put the link in for that. Some little quote stars. You can take a new quote a day to help you keep motivated, but you write something down. Step six to getting back into your health and fitness. Find a trainer, get some tools, download some videos, get a training buddy, or just get outside with your family and build it into your time together. Either way, I want you to connect and get informed on what you can do to start building up your fitness again safely and it will be fun. I want you to take action. Step six is all about making it happen. And step seven, I think most importantly is ask for help. Let others know this is important to you and you need them to support you rather than sabotage or try and take you off track. You are on a mission. You know, it's human nature for others to test our conviction and we want to think, you know, don't worry, Nikki's not there, have a glass of wine, it's going to be okay. They're not trying to be mean or sabotage you, they just can't help themselves. And without a clear or a real request for help, people can't step up and help you. It's really, really empowering when someone says, hey, this is my goal, this is my mission, I really need you to support me on this. You know, and I talk about this with Shannon Kennedy in my podcast the other week. Another link I'll put back on my show notes that there are dream stealers out there. As you get closer to your goals and achieving your health and fitness goals or your business goals, your personal goals, people will try and steal those dreams. They will be motivated in some way or another to say you can't do it. It's even more reason for you to keep on going and never give up. Well, guys, this brings us to the end of episode 19, and I want to leave on a couple of notes. Importantly, I just want to remind us that we are what we eat, and diet is about 80% of how we reach our wellness goals, and I really want you to focus on having that fresh food and a fresh perspective about your health and fitness this week uh, in between. I'd love to hear back from you. I'd love to do a readout and a shout-out from the latest review, so I'd like to give one from Australia this time. Uh, a huge Jack Reacher fan is the iTunes um, comment, so and he's he or she, it could even be a she, who knows, uh, is hearing lots of different things, different people, and everyone's different experiences and lifestyles is great. Thanks so much, Nikki. Well, thanks so much, huge Jack Reacher fan, whoever you are from Australia that posted that. I really love the the feedback. I love the reviews, and I'm so excited that we've reached 10,000 downloads. Thank you so much, guys. If these things resonate with you, you know you can find all my health and fitness notes, Recipes, workouts, top tips, and mindset matters all on the vitalitycoach.com.au. I would love your feedback on iTunes or leave a comment on the show notes of vitalitycoach.com.au episode 19. Tune in for episode 20 where I'll be doing an amazing interview uh, with another collaboration again. I don't want to spoil the surprise. And I will thank you for being patient. This episode went out a day late because I was running an amazing retreat with Little Black Dress Group. So thank you, ladies. You were amazing retreaters. We talked about business. We talked about vitality. We did yoga. uh, We enjoyed fantastic food, fantastic company, and some great lessons on how we can seamlessly integrate vitality into daily life, not only at home, but also in the workplace I'm super excited that we're already launching next year's one so thank you to all of you that joined and for those that you didn't make it there is a chance next year until next time guys remember I am your personal guide to feeling fantastic and I wish you loads of health and happiness for this week ahead and stay tuned as we go live next week on Sunday for episode 20 Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.